0: Good morning, good morning, good morning everyone and welcome to the Butterfly Evolution Show. This is our first Sunday, first Sunday of many hopefully, um, Sunday show. So we want to thank you all. For those of you who are tuning in with us live, thanks to those who will listen to the archive at a later date, but we are excited and ready to get this thing going and move forward. I uh, want to remind you all that the chat line is open. Rodney, are you there before I get to going? Yes, with I, yes, I am. Good morning, good morning, good morning. can hear you just fine. Uh, all right. I want to remind I, you I but <laughs> our chat line is open, so if you want to connect with us there, you do have to be a follower of the Butterfly Evolution show, and registering is simple and easy. Just select uh, the the site, Butterfly Evolution, com and select follow, and then follow the prompts as it is listed there. Secondly, um, you can listen by phone, 818-691-7406. I know many of you listen through Facebook, um, but if you have a question or comment and you want to call in and connect with us, do so at 818-691-7406. Select the number one for questions and comments. Um, also, you can reach out to Rodney or I on Facebook. We're connected um there as well, and you can post your, your comments, questions there where we've posted the details of the show, or you can send us a private message, and we'll, we'll get that message out just as quickly as possible. So we're going to start, just for the sake of time, we're going to start uh, getting to this pretty quickly. I'm going to begin with reading the details of the episode info and our topic for today is who is God there's so much to know about him John 4:24 says God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth every Sunday millions of people flood churches some go to give thanks others go seeking a good message or to hear uplifting selections from the church choir Regardless of the reason, it is all done in the name of God. There is fellowship, there are choir rehearsals, and even Bible study. Many even say we believe in God, but do we really know who he is? Is he a man? Is he looking down on you every moment of your life? Is he sitting on a throne waiting to punish you for your bad deeds and reward you for your good ones? Join us for the special edition. And here we are. So what I'm going to do is turn this over to Rodney, and we're going to get right into the show. Rodney.
1: Amen, amen, amen. Uh, Thank you, guys, who are out there listening to us. Uh, I want to start this show off uh, with something uh, personal uh, in my life. Um, About 10 years ago now, I remember one day uh, this feeling coming over me. Um, It was as if uh, a new light bulb had turned on. And when my eyes were open, I realized that it was time for me to leave uh, the church where I was. And it was a scary feeling. It was an uncomfortable feeling. Uh, But God revealed uh, to me why I needed to leave. And it had nothing to do with um, anyone in particular, the pastor or any any members in the church, but God has started showing himself to me and when when i um, when I started to learn about him and when I started reading the Bible with no distractions with no interruptions with no I guess messages or words already there, Um, and Tammy and I were just talking about this, and my wife Mary was just talking about this, and and how sometimes we read we read the word without an open mind. We already go in saying, "Well, this is what the scripture is about," and a lot of times that's because of things that we we've heard, and so the moment. I guess that that veil was removed. Um, I could no longer be in a church, and again, it was a scary place because I knew I knew it was the right thing, but that was all I, that was all I knew. All I knew was, hey, you get up on Sunday morning and you go to church. Um, you get you get the word and you do what people say. I'm not saying that God ever said that, but that was the way that I was brought up, and so this caused a division between me and um, a lot of people that I knew at the time. But what I can say is that since that day, I feel closer to God now than I ever have in my life. So as you guys listen to the word that we're going to bring to you, keep a couple things in mind. Number one, God is not a he say, she say God. He will deal directly with you. So always deal with God with an open mind. Do not put God in the box. Let him be who he wants to be in your life because only then will you get to experience him in his fullness. The other thing is not this Sunday or any other Sunday that we're on the air uh, giving you a message, don't take our word for it. Go back and read the entire scripture or go back and read the entire book because like like today I'm not going to give you the whole chapter but we're going to point out a few things and we want you to go back and do your own study and do your own thing. But we're going to start where Tammy just uh where Tammy just uh read and that is John four uh twenty four and it says God is a spirit And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. There is a difference between the spirit and the flesh. You only have flesh because you need it for survival on earth. If you were not on earth, you would not have flesh. That's why when you die, the Bible says ash to ashes, dust to dust. You go back to the, the, the dust or the dirt from which you came because you only need that to survive here on earth Your your flesh Has nothing to do with Your spirit man Your flesh is just a cover God is not Here unless he comes in human form And therefore God is a spirit He's a spirit He's a being And that's why It says when you worship him You have to worship him in spirit And in truth You can't worship God in with your flesh or in the flesh. And it must be done in truth. See, you can't play games with God. You can't you can't go to him any other way than truthfully. And in Numbers, the twenty-third chapter, the nineteenth verse, it says, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man. That he should repent Hath he said and shall he not do it Or hath he spoken And shall he not make it good But again it says he's not A man That he should lie Guess what men do (laughs) Men lie But God is not a man That he should lie So when you go to church today For those of you who are on your way Understand who you are going to worship Understand that just because you know of people's sinful ways, the Bible says let everything that have breath praise the Lord. So when you see people praising the Lord, don't get upset because you know the sins that they committed last week. It says let everything that have breath praise the Lord. But praise and worship are different. Because it says when you worship him, you must worship him in spirit and in truth. And then, Think about the truthful, the truthful part. It says he's not a man that he should lie. So if he's not a man that he should lie, he doesn't want you coming to him lying. And there's n- nothing God has ever said or done that he's needed to repent for. Everything that he said, he's done it. Everything that he has spoken, he has made it good. Now. Moving on to the next part, as we are talking about who God is. So we already know that God is a spirit. We also know that God is not a man, that he should lie. But I think people have a, uh, just talking to people, I, I, I don't think that people know who God is, and I don't think we understand how realistic and how really simple Things are when it comes to God Remember It's not the author of confusion Genesis 1 and 27 says So God created man In his own image In the image of God Created he him Male and female Created he them So if you want to know What God looks like Look at man and woman says God created man I'm sorry look at man he says God created man in his own image so think about an image think about what an image looks like that's how God created man so the things that you have God also has. Genesis six and six says it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. Think about two things there. The word grief. Does God grieve? Yes, the same way you do. You grieve, God also grieves. It says grieve at his heart. So God has a heart also. If you you look at Genesis 8 and 21, it says, And the Lord smelled a sweet savor, And the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground anymore for man's sake, for the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I again smite any more everything living as I had done. So God also, at the beginning it says, God and the Lord smelled. Smelled. So obviously he has a part of him capable of smelling. Said he smelled a sweet savor. And again, I don't know about you guys, but I know growing up I always thought that God was just this big cloud with two eyes. But no, if you if you get into the scriptures, it says he has the same Parts that you do it says when I consider thy heavens In Psalms 8, 3 through 6 it says when I consider thy heavens The work of thy fingers So God has fingers The moon and the stars Which thou hast ordained What is man that thou art mindful of him And the son of man That thou visitest him So God visits people For thou hast made him A little lower than the angels and has crowned him with glory and honor Thou madest him to have dominion Over the works of thy hands Meaning God's hands So God has hands and fingers Thou has put all things under his feet Hebrews 1 and 10 says And thou Lord in the beginning Has laid the foundation of the earth And the heavens are the works of thine Numbers 12 and 8, with him will I speak mouth to mouth. And he's talking about Moses here. Even apparently, and not in dark speeches, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. And not in the dark speeches, and the similitude of the Lord shall behold. Wherefore, then were, were ye not afraid to speak against my servant Moses. So God has a mouth says, with him will I speak mouth to mouth. Isaiah 30 and 27. Behold, the name of the Lord cometh from far, burning with his anger, and the burden thereof is heavy. His lips are full of indignation, and his tongue as a devouring fire. So we're also learning he has lips and he has the tongue. Ezekiel 1 and 27 and I saw as the color of amber, as the appearance of fire round about within it, from the appearance of his loins even upward, and from the appearance of his loins even downward. I saw as it were the appearance of fire, and it had brightness round about. So God has loins. Daniel 7 and 9. I beheld. Till the thrones were cast down, and the Ancient of Days did sit, whose garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head like the pure wool. His throne was like the fiery flame, and his wheels as burning fire. Garment was as white as snow, hair of his head like the pure wool. Psalm 5 and 5, the foolish... Oh, I don't want to get there yet. But think about the scriptures that I just read. And for those of you listening, um, if you want to jot those scriptures down, um, you can always uh, hit rewind um, when you go back and listen to the show, or we'll post them all and make sure that you have them. And there are a few more scriptures that I'm going to read, but it's going to go into a, a, a different part of God. But go back and study those scriptures. Because I bet if you're like me, you probably didn't know that all of those things came along with the spirit that we worship. I bet we didn't know those things. Come along with God Because in in the church God has been watered down God has been made out to be This being Who only looks out for certain people Who is waiting to punish you Or punish us when we do wrong Reward us when we do right That God is untouchable That God is unreachable But that's not so That's not so. God is reachable. God wants to visit you. I remember, I can't remember the scripture, but when Moses wanted to see God's face, and God said, no man can see my face and live. He said, but I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll put you on this rock, and as I pass by, I'll cover you. I'll cover your face with my hands, and then when I pass by, you'll see my back parts. God wants to hear from you. God wants you to want to know who he is, to know what he's all about. Because only then will you be able to preach God's word or to share the goodness and the fullness of God with other people. Last thing we're going to get into Psalm 5 and 5 says, The foolish shall not stand in thy sight. Thou hatest all workers of iniquity. So my God here, highlight the word workers. Workers is a noun because workers is talking about people. So when we say God loves everybody, I don't say that. It says, thou hatest all workers of iniquity. Now, it's not malice like we're used to, but God God doesn't get down with those people. It says, thou hatest all workers of iniquity. Psalm 11 and 5, the Lord trieth the righteous, but the wicked, and him, again, talking about people, him, refers to a, a Uh, A male figure Him that loveth violence His soul hateth See that's A part of the soul That's your, your, your feelings and emotions You have them too It says his soul Hateth The wicked and him that loveth Violence Leviticus 20 and 23 And ye shall not walk In the manners of the nation which I cast out before you for they committed all these things and therefore I abhor them. And the word abhor means to hate. Proverbs 6:16 6, through 19 These six things doth the Lord hate: yea, seven are an abomination unto him. A proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked imaginations, feet that be swift and running to mischief, and here's where he's talking about people again, a false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among brethren, so while we think, oh and we and we say, well God loves every God loves everybody, that's not what he said. Says sixteen, does the Lord hate? And the last one refers to people. Says a false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among the brethren. Last one, Hosea nine and fifteen. All their wickedness is in Gilgal. For there I hated them, for the wickedness of their doings. I will drive them out of mine house. I will love them no more all their princes are revolters. Says I will love them no more. So believe it or not, there are scriptures that talk about something that you probably don't hear often in church. And that is God hating people. Said, I will love them no more. You can fall out of God's will. You can fall out of God's will. Yes, God is love. He is. However, you can fall away from that because God gives all of us a choice. And where's the love if He has to make you love Him? Where's the love? So, in your prayer time today, in your study time today, whether it be now, later, or later today, or later in the week. Ask God to show you who he is, God to reveal himself to you in a new light, in a way that you've never seen him before. Ask God to show you scriptures that talk about why he's almighty, how he is all-knowing. How He can be omnipresent Ask God to show you And then Study And read for yourself And then when you Attend church services Whether you are someone who goes Every Sunday Every holiday Every Bible study Or you're just someone who sits And watches it on TV Ask God to show you Who he is And that way, you know who you're serving, who you're praising, who you're worshiping. Tammy, any thoughts?
0: Um, I wanted to no thoughts, but I want to throw some some verses in there: Ephesians four and thirty, and then Proverbs one and twenty-three. And then Rodney, I wanted to ask you, and I'll, I'll read those, but I want to ask you. Um, since we we're, we're the spirit part is what really pulls me in because of course like you, you start out with worship God says worship me in spirit and truth. Um, so w- rarely do we hear about the Holy Spirit and the spirits of God. Um, so there's so much more if we don't if we're not taught about it. Then are we really worshiping and coming to God in spirit and in truth? Like, like what are we doing? So that's what I think. What Rodney is meaning by go back, read your word, pray, um, and ask. That's one. Of, one of my my prayers every morning is, is pour out your Holy Spirit upon me and make your words known to me. And some, I think, some verses. Um, change spirit to thoughts, but with even that part your your spirit upon me, then I'm going to have your ways, your, your thoughts. That's how our desires become, our desires manifest, because our desires become God's thoughts, his ways, which becomes his desires as well. So the spirit and truth part, Rodney, just really draws me in and connects um, Proverbs one and one and twenty three says, Repent at my rebuke, then I will pour out my thoughts to you. I will make known I I will make known to you my teachings. Truth. Mm. And then Ephesians four and thirty, I think That's one day. Let me grab that one. Hold on. That's the one about grieving the Holy Spirit, but let me just read it. In you entire. want me to read it? I got it right um, here. And he, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Oh, you said Ephesians 4.30. I wasn't there. Somebody. You got it?
0: I'm here. Okay. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. And 31, of uh, uh, since it's short, let all bitterness, wrath, anger, Clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. So the grieving the Holy Spirit part. I remember the first time I I got that. Like I read and I'm like, wow, grieve. I can grieve the Holy Spirit, you know. So, but do we ever think about that? Do we ever think about how the power of God and what that means to us and how. It mean what it means to grieve the Holy Spirit, like would we be would we be um more careful and cautious in our doings um, rather than try to hide what we do from men, forgetting that God sees all knows all would we do some of the things if we really thought about that we're grieving the Holy Spirit of God? So, turn it back over to you, Ryan.
1: We want to thank you guys for tuning in, uh, and as we close out, uh, please keep in mind we'll be doing this. As of now, we'll be doing this the first Sunday of every month at the same time. But I, uh, I want you guys to to finish uh, this sentence. I want you to fill in the blank, uh, and feel free to share your responses uh, your responses with us. Uh, Either person or by phone, through text, uh, social media, email, doesn't matter. But fill in uh, this sentence. God is blank to me. We hope that you guys will join us tomorrow night for our regular scheduled broadcast at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 8- p.m. Central time. We hope that you guys have a blessed day. And please, 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 always, always keep God with you wherever you go. This has been another episode of the Butterfly Evolution Show. Be blessed, everybody.
2: I But he winds up knocking me.